I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. This is Amberly Lyons, your spiritual BFF and founder of the Chakra Girl Co., where I work with women to be intentional AF while living their best lives and balancing their chakras. Guys, this episode is all about releasing your past shit and finally loving yourself because we don't care what you did back then, girlfriend. So, Danielle Mercurio is on the show. She's a confidence and spiritual mentor. Um, and she works with entrepreneurs and individuals to like be successful, be intentional. And she uses like astrology and kundalini and meditation and all these kinds of fun things to just help people release their blocks. So we're talking about like really reconditioning the shit from your past, which is like such a huge thing I had to do. We're talking about releasing guilt and shame. I don't know if you guys have like gone on this journey yet of like releasing old drama from the past, but it is so important. We're talking about that today. We're also talking about just becoming your own bestie. She's also giving us a Cosmo forecast going into June. So we're gonna know exactly what to expect. This episode is brought to you by my Chakra Girl Meditation Bundle. If you don't have it yet, you gotta get on it. I have been getting so many emails from women saying that they've already seen shifts in their energy and their confidence just from a few days of doing my meditation. So there's seven meditations. Oh no, sorry. There's eight meditations, guys. Eight meditations plus a how to meditate audio and teaching you how to use the meditations. And basically I created these meditations by like compiling all the lessons I've learned about chakras, meditation, the favorite meditations that I've done, the favorite books that I've read. And I've just like taken all the core pieces that have totally changed and shifted my life. And I created these guided meditations, one for each chakra. And yeah, they're just perfect for the woman who doesn't feel like she knows how to meditate or even the woman that's ready to bring it in her practice um, and bring it to the next level of chakra vibe. So you can get $10 off the meditation bundle. So it's $37. You're getting it for $27 with the coupon code podcast. So all you have to do is go to chakragirlmeditation.pagedemo.co. So that's chakragirlmeditation.pagdemo.co. You're going to enter your information. You're going to hit enter. And then once the credit card screen comes up, the payment page, you're going to look at the bottom of that little pop-up and it's going to say, do you have a coupon code? You're going to click that and you're going to enter in the word podcast and you're getting your $10 off. Go meditate, live your best lives, girlfriends. Okay. So I just got home from a freaking whirlwind of a trip. My goodness. We went to Toronto. We went to New York. We went to Palm Springs. 
I feel like Toronto and New York were so long ago, and I think I talked about them on the last podcast, but Palm Springs, guys, Palm Effing Springs is my new happy place. Why have I never been there? Why has no one told me I need to go there? (sighs) Guys, the Parker Hotel. I'm kind of sad that I waited until the last day to go there because I would have just like canceled our reservation at our other hotel and stayed there. I am obsessed. They had this wine bar that was just so adorable and like kind of hidden. So don't tell anyone. They're like, yeah, it's our best kept secret. They don't like advertise the wine bar, but it's like this dark, like Jesus decor (laughs) place. They've got like a, a little confessional booth in there. Oh my God. It is so wild. And the food is amazing. Had the best time. I cannot wait to go back. I'll definitely be going back super soon. Um, I went to a beautiful wedding for some amazing friends and we just had a freaking blast. My dear friend, Jennifer Jaden and her boyfriend, Jordan came and met us. We lived our best lives, guys. Drinks by the pool, just not giving a damn. Oh, I did a desert photo shoot, which was super sexy. I'm kind of like nervous. It's like super sexy. I'm kind of like naked and all of it. Anyways, okay, not naked, but like minimal clothing. Um, But yeah, we're embracing the new sexy chakra girl. Let's just do it guys. Okay. Let's get into the chakra tip of the day. So a lot of people come to me and they're like, I know you say like, if I want to manifest, I have to visualize. They're like, I cannot visualize. I cannot see it. I don't know what I'm supposed to be seeing. I just like cannot see what I'm supposed to be seeing. And I'm like, okay, you don't really need to. There are other ways. If you are having trouble like actually seeing what you want, write it down and like read it every morning or like rewrite it every morning. Like have like a list of these desires or these like scenarios that you want. I like took like five scenarios. And you guys, oh, I can't wait to tell you guys about the Gucci blazer situation. I don't know if you guys are even going to find it like as interesting as I found it, but I manifested this Gucci blazer. Anyways, that just happened from like having this scenario in my head of like, okay, I'm going to host this retreat in Paris, which I'm doing by the way. Um, I'm going to host this retreat in Paris. I'm going to wear this Gucci blazer. And I like picked out my whole outfit and then it's like, I'm already manifesting it. All that's already happening. happening. So think of the scenario. Like, what do you want to be doing? Do you want to be hosting a retreat? Do you want to be speaking on stage? Do you want to be, um, you know, have, running your own business. And it's like, okay, what do you want to be wearing while you're doing this? Who do you want to be with? What's, you know, what area of the world do you want to be in? And just literally write it out until it just becomes more clear, like get super obsessively psychopath detailed about it. And then, you know, so you can write it out. Another thing is like a Pinterest board or even like a vision board. I know like if you, have you guys ever used Canva, Canva canva.com, you can literally like upload photos and like put them on, like you can create a vision board. It's so cool. So vision board, Pinterest board, you can even create a slideshow in your phone of like pictures that inspire you, like different locations that you want to go or different outfits you want to buy or, you know, people that you want, like ways that you want to help people or ways that you want to give back or how you want to feel like different, just different pictures that kind of embody how you want to feel. And you can literally create a slideshow on your phone and put a song to it. And you can just watch that like every day, just make it like two minutes long or like one minute long and watch it whenever you just need a little boost, you know? Also, here's a little fun tip. Amethyst and clear quartz, super good stones for manifesting. It's all about the crown chakra, guys. So just imagine like this energy, whatever you want to manifest, just imagine it like the vibration of that thing, like just being connected to your crown chakra and just like slowly inching closer and closer to you. You have freaking got this, girlfriend. You can manifest anything. I believe you can. Okay, we're going to do another segment called Chakra Shoutouts. I'm going to start adding that in because there's so many cool people out there doing amazing things and amazing brands out there. And I just want to like give you guys props. Um, 
Okay, the gypsy life coach, Kelsey McCormick. She is a palm reader, among other things. She does a lot of really cool freaking things. She contacted me. She's a fan of the show, and she wanted to do a palm reading for me. And I was like, okay, I've never had a palm reading. I've had all kinds of other readings, but never a palm reading. It was so trippy, you guys. Like, she can literally tell by looking at the lines of your hands, like, so many things about you. I'm like, oh my God, how do you know this about me? How do you know? (laughs) How do you know that I'm like working? too hard and not doing this. And she knew like way uncomfortably too much about me. Um, but in a good way, because you need to like, you, sometimes you just need to hear it. You need to like understand what you're going through and you need to like understand your strengths. So she talked a lot about like my strengths and you guys just need to go do it. So check her out. The Gypsy Life Coach, Kelsey McCormick. Um, it was just really cool, super eye-opening, and the hands really say it all. So I want to know as well. Okay, guys, DM me. Are you, Would you guys be interested in having Kelsey on the show? Would you guys be interested in learning more about palm reading? Let me know what you guys think. Um, she's super cute and nice too. So contact her, get your palm reading, and then let me know if you want her to be on the show. All right, guys, let's get into this amazing episode with Danielle um, and get ready to let go of your old freaking baggage because who needs that? No. We're, we're living in the now. Okay, bye guys. Hello, hello. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. We're here today with Danielle Mercurio, who is a confidence coach and spiritual mentor. She empowers entrepreneurs and individuals to be successful, intentional, and live life on purpose. Amazing. So Danielle uses tools like meditation, astrology, kundalini, which I love, um, and she's an intuitive coach, which is super cool. So she helps people expand their own awareness, release blocks from within to become your best ally and best friend, as well as manifest with more ease and flow. All the good things. She has spoken all across the country. She inspires people back into their greatness by igniting their truth. And she's also at the forefront of bringing comedy to the self-help space, which I cannot wait to hear about because you got to laugh at yourself, guys. Um, And she has a stand-up show called Gypsy Unplugged and a podcast called Gypsy After Hours. (gasps) Welcome, Danielle. Hey girl, how's it going? Oh my God, so good. You're doing so many things. I know, I have to. I'm like a gypsy of all trades. Gypsy of all trades. I love that. Mm -hmm. So funny. So let's get into some rapid fire slumber party questions so we can feel into the energy of the space. Amazing. (laughs) I have have my yoga jammies on. Atta girl. I love it. Well, what time zone are you? Uh, I'm I'm East Coast. Okay, Philly. so you're like in Philly. Miami's late, girl. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's the luxury of being a stay-at-home gypsy. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I'm still in my sweaty gym garb, so we're nice. good. Nice. <laughs> um, okay. So, what is your daily practice? So it varies, to be completely honest. But for the most part, wake up, make my bulletproof coffee go into some kind of meditative zone where I journal and just get kind of focused for the day, do some kind of groovy kundalini meditation. I try not to make it too structured, but there always has to be the coffee and there always has to be a little bit of space for myself before I enter into the world. Yeah. And I feel like that's like a theme with a lot of Mm -hmm. the people who are, you know, really successful. It's like, it's Mm -hmm. not a routine. Like you just kind of like, you just do what you feel like you need that day, which is really important. I feel like when people are just starting, like it's nice to have like a constant thing, but Mm -hmm. yeah, once you're kind of into it, you just intuitively know what you need. Yeah. You don't set an alarm anymore. It just flows. Yeah, exactly. Love it. Okay. What Mm -hmm. is your go-to crystal? Oh my gosh. Well, right now I'm holding, um, a blue agate, uh, lace crystal which is pretty pretty groovy but my go-to overall is citrine i love it funny that you say that i've been all about the citrine Mm, lately too of course we got to replenish that solar plexus baby oh my god for sure (laughs) what is your worst (laughs) habit oh my gosh um my worst habit it's really like gross but i like crack my toes oh god i know it's so sexy um the knuckles are yeah like i do like the toes just kind of all like know how to intertwine and bend and crack each other oh so you like like 
yeah bend them out oh my yeah, god yeah it's strange my husband tries to like pull my toes to crack them and I get so <laughs> effing mad and he usually gets like a kick to the face oh my but. god that's hilarious yeah like I'm literally doing bar class to like help repair all the damage I did because of this habit yeah that's definitely not not good for you Mm-mm. you don't want to get the arthritis Mm-mm. okay so no. what is your fave beauty or fashion tip of the moment. Oh my gosh. So right now I'm really about the facial products, especially because I moved back to the East coast from California. So I don't have the natural like tan glow. Um, Mm. Now, now that's getting warmer, it's coming back. But in the winter I was like, Oh shit, like what do I do here? So I've been kind of curating natural ways to bring more natural glow. And my favorite thing so far has been mix a little bit of uh, rose hip oil and mm. grapeseed oil together. Oh my goodness. It just, it gives you this beautiful glow and it helps age, like reverse age spots. It's awesome. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. loving the oil on the mm-hmm. face, like yes. after the moisturizer to kind of mm-hmm. just like feel everything in. That's kind of yeah. my new fave thing too. Totally. So nurturing. Yeah. And like even sometimes I'll put it on top of my makeup if I feel like oh, I yeah. look too matte mm-hmm. or blah. Totally. Okay. I do that too. Love that tip. Okay. What is your guilty pleasure that you think good spiritual people don't do? Oh my gosh. Oh, so much. Well, first of all, eat cheese. <laughs> That's one of them. <laughs> pizza. Pizza is a spiritual oh experience. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so that, uh, right. So are you, you're not vegan then? I'm not. I tried it and my body just it, it wasn't on board with it. Same. So I like yeah. it made me gain weight. My body's Same. like meat, please. Mm-hmm, totally. So I actually was ve- like, I actually like kind of, I mean, I was never like a very strict vegan, yeah. um, but I was like <laughs> eating mostly vegan. And then I was like gaining weight and I went mm-hmm. to a nutritionist and she's like, your body's stressed out because it wants yep. meat. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what happened to me. It was the same thing. And, and she said the same thing. It's like, she's like, your body is like, crying out for help. And that's why it's so tired because yeah. I, I felt more sluggish. Okay. What um, blood type yeah. are you? I forget. Oh, okay. I guess I'm O. Wait, I'm O positive. Oh, okay. See, I'm O negative. So okay. O's are supposed to eat all the meat. Ah, uh, that's why. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, but at least we tried. We tried. We yeah. really tried. And I feel sorry for the animals, but I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I'm mindful funny. about it. And I, I probably don't eat meat every day, to be honest. Like, it's not like it's something that's like I have to have, but as long as I, like, as long as I know I can have it, as long as I do, you know, every now and then I feel good. Yeah. It's all about feeling good. Okay. Mm -hmm. What is your fave way to recharge your energy after a depleting day? Oh my gosh. I have so many things I love to do. Um, My new thing that I've been loving, and of course I can't do it every day, but um, the float tank, have you heard of that? Oh my gosh. I'm obsessed. so freaking good. You just like, literally unwind and you go to another realm. So that's amazing. Again, I don't, one day I feel like I'll have a float tank in my house, which would be fabulous. And Um, for now, just bathtub. Yeah. Bathtub or Bravo TV. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. (laughs) So funny. Okay. So loved that. Loved all the insights. So I need to know, how did you get started on your spiritual path? Mm, Well, it's more like I, you know, I had way too much fun. Um, a spiritual path came as like a result of a rock bottom, if you will. I feel like I always had, this is like hard to be like a rapid fire question, but I, no, I feel like just, right. we're into the regular. <laughs> okay. I was like, this, feels, this feels very not rapid fire. Like tell no. me in one sentence or less, how did you become yes. spiritual? I'm like, ah. So yeah. Okay. So essentially I feel like, you know, I had a typical Catholic upbringing um, and it was fine, but I always kind of felt there was more. I was like, there's got to be more than this. It seems like there's too many rules. It seems like it's not very personal. And so I was always kind of spiritually curious. I would always kind of find myself in the new age book section and read up on astrology, but I never really looked at it beyond that. And then it wasn't until I was in my mid twenties that I was really just feeling confused with my life, with my career. I was working as an executive assistant. And while it was fine, I was living, you know, in in Philly. And then at one point I was living in New York City. And it was all like, quote unquote, good, but it didn't really have meaning for me. And the more I felt confused around what kind of meaning and purpose my life should have, the more I started to just kind of reach for things outside of me to escape from 
that notion. And so I got really into the party scene and, you know, drinking drugs, very impulsive. I have a very addictive personality. So I just kind of um, immersed myself in that world and I was able to kind of function, so to speak. And again, when you live in a city that's quote unquote normal, mm-hmm. um, a lot of that behavior. So I just wasn't sure what was wrong, but I knew I always felt confused. And then it wasn't until I got really wrecked at a friend's wedding and hooked up with more than one of the groomsmen that I realized, wait a minute, like, yeah, I don't think this is leading me into my own wedding experience and my own. So yeah, so that's when I kind of really started to explore therapy and and, and meditation and and take it seriously because those were things I had kind of dabbled in before, but I never really wanted it. And Mm -hmm. at that time in my life, I wanted it. And once I got into that space of wanting it, I started to learn how to identify with myself and like myself. And then that started to turn into, of course, so much more. And then the spiritual path really starts to unfold on your behalf. Yeah, totally. And I feel like we have like a similar story in terms of like the rock bottom Mm -hmm. and like just like the scene that I chose to be in Mm -hmm. and the things that I chose to do while drinking. (laughs) Um, Exactly. um, So how did you get over like the guilt and shame associated with that? Yeah, well, I think a lot of it had to be just self-acceptance and accepting it was what it was. I was never going to be able to go back in time and change any of it. And and so for me, it was an, it, learning how to accept the past and learning how to not judge myself. And the not judging took a long time, but it kind of just started with just learning to be okay with what it was. And the more that I was able to just be like, it's okay, don't keep entertaining the past, don't keep rehashing it you're making progress now, focus on the growth that you're making, focus on the things that you do like about your life. And the more I started to kind of shift my perspective, the less guilt and the less kind of um, regret I felt about what had happened prior. Mm. And like, do you have any specific like books or tools that you use that you could share with the audience who are maybe going through something where they need to like release the past? Yeah. So um, I'd say Letting Go is a really good book. I mean, titled appropriately. Um, uh, so Letting Go, that's a great book. I, it's um, the, the guy's first name is David. I want to say David Hawkins uh, wrote it. And then as far as tools, um, I found the Shambhala Center and I know they have uh, centers worldwide and they have really affordable, easy introductory meditation um, services. And so I, I started to experience meditation. What I realized about meditation, I think for anyone that's listening, that's curious about it, it's not one of those things where you sit down and the next thing you know, you're like flying in the cosmos and you're seeing your great grandma and you're having like this amazing Zen-tastic moment, right? Like those may come down the road, but initially I feel like what I learned in meditation was like, it's really just the art of learning how to sit with yourself and be comfortable with that in and of itself. And so I think if you can get into a practice of learning to just sit with yourself for even three minutes and just sit and try to, whenever you notice a judgment or a negative thought come through, just not now, not Mm -hmm. now, not now, and start to kind of cultivate this idea of presence. Mm, I love that. So at what point did you decide, okay, this is what I want to help people with? Mm -hmm. Pretty quickly, I'd say. I'd say within a year of me kind of coming into my own, um, I realized that there was a real need for this kind of work of of helping individuals that were in a space where I was and um, wanting to get, at first I thought maybe the therapy path was right for me. And then it was actually my therapist that suggested life coaching. And so I explored that and it felt like a really good avenue for me. So that was why I did that. And, And initially my intent was just to help inspire other women who had been where I had been before and help them see another way and give them permission to become their own best friend, to be confident and to figure out how life should be on their terms. Mm. Yeah, totally. So how do you, what are some of like the tips or tools that you give them to overcome their fears and overcome, um, you know, whatever they're going through to step into their own greatness. Yeah. A lot of the times it's because we're so uh, saturated with stories from other people, from our outside world and, um, you know, being told what it is that we're supposed to do with our lives, right? Like we're kind of given this like timeline within our society. It's like, okay, you're supposed to do this and then go to college and then get a job and then get married and get the house and the dog and the kids and all the things. And, that's not for everybody. And also everyone has the freedom and the right to do it in their own way that they desire. And so for someone that's feeling really lost or kind of feeling 
off the beaten path or unsure of how they're supposed to move their, their life forward, I really want to encourage people that they have, again, permission to take a step back and release any of the projections or stories that are around them and realize they don't have to buy into that anymore. And when you can do that, you start to create some space for yourself. And in that space, you start to get curious around what is it that I might want? What is it that I could feel aligned with? What could be a possibility for me in my life? Mm. And do you find that you tend to like attract people that have specific goals? Is there kind of like one thing that you're really trying to help people achieve or is it kind of a medley? Yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a sampler platter. But um, yeah. <laughs> but I think what it's kind of morphed to now more than ever, it's definitely that feeling of, okay, you know, self-help is becoming more mainstream in a lot of ways. I think there's a lot of women that come to me that they say like, I hear about self-love, but I'm confused because that just seems way too out there, woo-woo, far-fetched, right? So there's, there's that component of how do I even love myself when I don't even like myself? Um, and then on the flip side, I've been attracting a lot of up and coming entrepreneurs, women that know that they could be a great coach or healer or someone in the spiritual space, but their confidence isn't quite in check yet either. So there's always this kind of missing piece of confidence because I believe it's because of what we were told, what we were um, kind of the, the old stories that we still are carrying with us. I think what happens is, is we have a dream or an idea and say like, this is what I want to do when I grow up. And then someone shuts it down and we're yeah. constantly like holding these shut down stories and we don't even realize it. And then we're projecting out to the world. Like I can't be that. I can't be that. And then we don't know where to go from there. Yeah. My mom told me I could never be a singer because my mm. voice was too nasally. And I mean, she was right, <laughs> but still it hurt. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like that was the, I couldn't be a talk show host because I wasn't a good writer. Yeah. If, you know? And I was yeah. like, Oh, Okay. okay. Yeah. So how do you, so how, how do you help people like recondition these mm -hmm. like old scars? Yeah. Well, we got to go back in time, you know, and, and, and find out where some of this stuff lives. And that can be, that can be really hard to do sometimes. And so part of the work that I do meditation using guided meditations and visualizations, Kundalini yoga is great for that too, to really get back to the root of where did this all come from? I think it's really important for us um, to take that road, to take that journey, to kind of have that aha moment of like, oh, the reason why I'm unable to like, like for me, like one of my stories growing up because I had like a focus problem, I was irresponsible. I was carrying that into my relationships with men. And so I was attracting all these men that didn't want a serious relationship. And I didn't know why. Well, it was because there was a part of me growing up that felt irresponsible. And I was mm -hmm. still broadcasting that out to the world. So like mm -hmm. when I was dating, I'd be like, Hey dude, like let's date, but I'm irresponsible by the way. And he's like, great. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want anything serious. Right. Like that was what was happening subconsciously. So, right. so it's important for us to kind of go back and look at like what you said, that situation with your mom and, and start to notice, like, remember, like what were some things that people may have told you that upset you, but you for some reason accepted as your truth when you were younger. Mm -hmm. And then from there, don't point the finger at that person. Like this is an opportunity now to blame your mom, right? Or, mm -hmm. or to blame like a teacher or whatever. That's not, that's not the way. You could be on MTV right now, mom. <laughs> God damn it. Exactly. <laughs> I should be on E! News. Yeah. You know, it's all your fault, right? <laughs> you held it against me, right? Yeah. Uh, you made me go to swim practice. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like that stuff. Like we don't want to do that because that's no. not really the solution. It's okay to be angry about it. It's okay to um, witness that like that, that makes you mad now in your current state. But from this moment, you get to write a new story where that's not true. So like you can share like why it wasn't true that your mom said that or, or rewrite a new story of how she could have approached it differently for you and start to, you know, what's really cool about spirituality in our mind is that we can literally rewrite our stories and change our cellular makeup based off of that. And that's how we can start to become more confident. I can rewrite the story of having a focus problem into being unconventional and just a little bit of an eccentric kid and, and kind of start to play with what the magic and beauty is of that. And then it starts to change my being so that I can be more aligned in my current state. Mm, I love so, that. Yeah. I love that. That's, I mean, and I know for myself on my journey, that was like the number one thing I had to do. It's like, you have to go back and be aware of when it started. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, like not 
friggin' cling to that because no. sometimes you just see people that are just like, kind of like accept, oh, I'm this way yes. because of this thing that happened and they mm-hmm. identify with it. It's like, right. no, that's just a thing that happened to you. Um, right. It's good that you're aware of it, but you have to move past it and stop using it as a crutch. Absolutely. And I mean, we're here to evolve. And as humans, I think it's really important that we, like you just said, like f- identify these things that were blocks and that were holding us back or that were wounded parts of our being. But now we don't identify to them anymore. Once we have that awareness, we learn like, okay, I know I have a tendency to go to this place. I know I have a tendency to be kind of triggered by this wound, but what can I do to move forward so that Mm -hmm. it doesn't yet to evolve essentially. So it doesn't become my identity. Yeah. So how do you um, work with your clients, like rewrite their story? Like how do you have them? Do you have them actually like write it out or like what are the ways that actually work for them? Yeah. Writing. I think journaling is really powerful. Um, I think what's interesting about journaling, you know, you can look at it from a very surface level place of like, write down three things you're grateful for. And that's great. Like you can do that. But like, I think real journaling is, is amazing when you're willing to do the deeper work like this. And so, um, being willing to sit and if you can't even figure out what that story initially is to go back to that place of like your inner child and like talking to them, like if they were a little boy, little girl and and see what they have to say and then just start writing and seeing what happens. And then when you do have that aha moment, when you're ready to rewrite your story, it literally is just rewriting and, and finding new adjectives. I encourage people to find new phrases, new taglines for themselves um, to, you know, reframe how they were. And so they can set themselves up for where they're going. And um, once we rewrite that story, then we catch ourselves up to the present. And then that's when journaling and really real manifestation can begin because now you're writing your new story based off of that. You're saying, this is now how my life is moving forward. This is now what I am attracting. This is now what I am calling in because I have rewritten this story, because I have reframed you know, this old wound Mm -hmm. into something that has now been healed. And from this healed space, I can now claim everything that I want going forward. Totally. And I love what you said about not just, I mean, like, it's great to like wake up and feel grateful hundred percent. Yes. But it's like, sometimes we do that and it's like clockwork and, Mm -hmm. you know, we're not actually, it's like, but how do you really feel? Um, And we like push it down, push it down. I know. And I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but that was something that I was doing and I didn't realize I wasn't Mm -hmm. doing it intentionally. Yeah, totally. Oh, I'm supposed to wake up and be happy. And that's how Mm -hmm. you like live a good life. And I actually had like this horrendous shoulder pain and no one could figure out what it was Mm. until I went to this like super woo woo. We called him the body. What did we call him? The body whisperer. Um, (laughs) Oh my God. I love that. Yeah. So basically one of the first things he made me do, which was kind of funny, he made me like paint a picture of what my heart looked like. He's like, mm. just, like just abstract, like whatever yeah. comes up to you. And then he could basically psychoanalyze my entire life. But basically he said that the reason my shoulder was hurting was because I was literally like pushing stuff down and like mm-hmm. pushing behind me. Wow. And like, if you can imagine, like if you say you were physically like pushing something behind you, mm-hmm. um, that would cause you shoulder pain um, of course. So that was energetically what I was doing, which is kind of wild. So wow. you got to face the demons guys. You do. Yeah. You do. I think like the surface level stuff is like the gateway, right? Yeah. Like the gratitude and whatnot. It's, it's like the, the gateway. It's the uh, marijuana. Totally. <laughs> Self-help. Gateway dress. Yes. yes. And then you can do the real work and then you can have CBD edibles and it's all good. Yeah, there you go. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Um, so you also are like down with the cosmos. Yeah. Like an astro guru. Mm-hmm. So how do you use that to guide yourself and guide your clients? I love it. So I use astrology like a psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, what's you know cool about astrology and for people that are kind of like, I don't know if it's really like a thing or I don't know if I want to buy into it or it's just a silly horoscope. Um, when you look at it on a greater scale, essentially, it's, it's really like a, a spiritual weather forecast, if you will. So we have, you know, our solar system and within that solar system, we have this astrological wheel and it houses these 12 signs. And these 12 signs are all different um, characters of the human experience, right? Like if you look at all 12 signs, they all kind of have a different quality and persona. And so what we do is when we look at astrology, when we look at someone's birth chart, we're taking a screenshot of the solar system and we're saying, okay, where was the energy of our solar system of our universe 
in alignment to the astrological wheel, this zodiac wheel when this person was born. And then we're able to see from that space, okay, this, like for me, you know, the sun was in Leo. So what does that mean? The sun, um, our sun sign that in, in, a, in our world, unfortunately, astrology, people say, what's your sign? What we're saying is, what's your sun sign? Where was the sun when you were born? You know, we're recording this right now in early May. So if you were born in early May, you technically, the sun is in Taurus. So you would say, I'm a Taurus. But the thing is, our sun sign, it's only the masculine part of our being. And so in our society, we've been walking around expressing our masculine, whereas we don't always express the other parts of our chart. For example, the moon is our feminine. So wherever the moon was when you were born is your feminine sign. So someone could be born you know, today and be a Taurus sun, but the moon could be in Aries and their Aries moon is the feminine part of who they are. So um, I love just kind of breaking down you know, astrological charts like that. So we can start to see where the signs were in relation to different planets and um, start to kind of dissect our masculine, our feminine, why we love the way we love, how our, our, our drive is, our ambition, um, where some of our, you know, setbacks are, where we may not feel our worth, what is our true calling. And we can kind of piece together using astrology in that way. So then when someone's with me, it's like, okay, this is your roadmap to figure out what you're really great at, what your blocks are, and then the coaching starts to come through and we, you know, elevate their strengths and we work through their blocks. So that way they're having a really beautiful, um, well-rounded experience, if you will, of their birth chart, but also getting a really cool psychological kind of assessment and then also some like coaching motivation to move forward. Which is nice because it's not like a one size fits all. Mm -mm. Like you're not giving the same tips to everyone because they're, signs are different and their energy Mm -hmm. is different. Um, I love that. So if my sun is in Aquarius and Mm -hmm. my moon is in Leo in a couple sentences, tell me about myself. I like it. So I'm a Leo moon too, actually. So I'm a Leo sun, Leo moon. Yeah. Leo. Um, So, I mean, it makes, it's very fitting that you're doing this. So um, you're the type of person that has this energy of wanting to know about everything, always curious, always wanting to know why, not taking things as face value. If someone Mm -hmm. says, here you go, like read this book, you're like, why should I read this book? I will what am I going to every right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like you're just conspiracy yeah. theorist over here. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like you have to know why about everything. And even if someone were to tell you, you're going to do your own research to back that up. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So always kind of being the one that, that inquires about things. Um, also someone that really appreciates, um, loving big and loving hard and wanting to be around other people. But the problem is sometimes, you know, it's like this, this feeling of wanting to be in the spotlight, but then also wanting to be introverted, but having trouble sometimes navigating between the two worlds of extrovert and introvert. So make sure that you're honoring both as you need to, because if you don't speak up for what you need, if you don't create the appropriate boundaries, you will get burnt out and you will. And when you get burnt out, it's almost like I'm going to shut down now. Now I'm really going to be burnt out. And so remembering to keep the appropriate boundaries, remembering to make sure that you're being really mindful of what your needs are and not giving so much of your all or, or um, you know, being in that space of like, I've got to be the teacher. I've got to keep learning. I've got to keep rolling with all this to actually just give yourself a break and a time to just kind of like settle down now. Um, girl, I need a break. Yeah. You got yeah. that right. <laughs> yeah, girl. Cause like, and water is great for you. So I'm glad yes. that you like the flow tank. Um, oh yes. Yeah. I, I do. Yeah. Love like long okay. showers. Oh yeah. Like that. I'm like yeah. obsessed. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now there's a reason. Okay. Guys that are listening now, you know it, how imp- imperative it is to really like get clear on mm-hmm. your own self, because no matter what you're trying to achieve, like there's, there's a way that's going to be better for you mm. to get it based on your own signs. So you yep. gotta go. You gotta reach out to Danielle, guys. Yeah. So okay, now I must know about the comedy show. How mm-hmm. did this start? <laughs> what does it look like? Finland? Yeah. So you know, I like it's funny because well, I don't mean to say it's funny. It's be, funny. <laughs> it's funny because you know, but uh, but but <laughs> I was always kind of the class clown, and people would say to me like, "Oh, like you should be a comedian." But I would always be like, "I don't even know what that means." Like, and I don't know how to tell jokes. Like this, like. 
it, it doesn't really feel like this is right for me, but I always kind of like the idea of speaking in front of people. And what happened was, and so while I've always been kind of funny and quirky behind the scenes and with my friends and family, when I started doing more of the coaching and speaking, when I would be on stage, whether I wanted to or not, jokes would come out. I like couldn't help it. Like I, we'd be going through like something really serious and you know, the universe has a sense of humor and you need to laugh at this stuff sometimes. And like the jokes would just start coming out. And, you know, after my talks time and time again, people would be like, oh my God, like that was so insightful. That was so deep and you were hilarious. And so I was kind of like, huh, there's some, there's something to this. So I thought, well, what would happen if I actually curated this into a show? And I tried it out in uh, New York almost two years ago, and it was really successful. So I did a couple more shows in New York. I did a few in LA, um, and it went really well. And then um, now that I'm back in Philly, I actually have one premiering at the end of this month. And so it's really just me making light of the spiritual community. And I think we've already even done that a little bit in this show, because sometimes we can get so serious about mm-hmm. you know our spirituality and all the stuff. And, and it's like, all right, calm down. Like, yeah. you know, like, let's just take it. Let's take a moment here. Let's like, let's I get real spiritual clout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and so, and, and so I've just been having a blast kind of just like poking fun at it all. And also myself, I mean, being dating as a spiritual woman is like insane, I think. So, um, yeah. So I kind of talk about my different experiences that happen in that realm. Oh my God. So fun. So you just go and do sets like wherever, mm-hmm. like how does yeah, that work? So, how do you even like get into that world? Yeah. I mean, I'm the type of person, I mean, I think it's the Leo in me. It's like, well, if I want something, I'll just make it happen. Because at first I started doing like the open mics and they were kind of cool, but I also realized my comedy is very niche. And so if I would go to an open mic, some of the stuff I was saying, unless I was like, making it more like religious, it would go over people's heads, not because it wasn't funny, but like some people don't know what chakras are or the, you know, so they didn't understand some of the humor because they just didn't understand that world. So I was like, okay, you know, while doing the open mics is just great for my own personal practice. I, I just have to set up the venues myself and bring in the community. Mm -hmm. So that's really what I've done. And I, I don't, I've been um, like in LA, I used to use, um, I would rent out a comedy space. I found like a, a venue that, had like, you know, 50 seats. And in the comedy world, they don't charge a lot. He'd be like 80 bucks for the night. I'm like, perfect. So I would like rent that out. And then in New York, there was this really cool, um, like it was called Caravan of Dreams. And it's, it had, they had a back room where they would have open mic nights. So I'm like, perfect. I'll rent out the back room. People come eat, drink, and then I do my thing. And then I just found another venue similar here in Philly. So just kind of being a little bit outside the box with where I want to have it, and then just deciding that I'm going to be the one to hold it and then spread the word. What a fun thing. Yeah. And you can even like, here's my masculine (laughs) Aquarius feminine or um, Uh mind Uh thinking. Um, You could even like use that as like a funnel to like get people into your like vortex of what you're doing to be like potential clients. Totally. Totally. Yes. Because it it makes it a little bit lighter and more relaxed. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So cool. So, mm-hmm. okay. Can you give us a little astro forecast mm-hmm. for the end of May going into June? Yeah. So we're actually in a really great window right now. Um, there's been a lot of twists and turns uh, with the cosmos lately. But what I will say for the end of, of May into, and into really all of June, really take advantage. There's a lot of open energy. Um, Uranus, which is our planet of change, it's a pain in the ass as it's appropriately named because anytime we have to deal with right? <laughs> it governs our nervous system, of course. Of course, the you know, the the planet named after our anus is, is that. Yes. But so <laughs> right. So that's how you remember though, Uranus, planet right. of our nerves right. and change. Yes. And so it's been in the sign of Aries for the last seven years. And um in the middle of May, it moves into Taurus and it will be in Taurus for until like 2026, I want to say. And that's going to be great for us collectively because it's going to allow us to start to just feel more rooted and more magnetized by what we're doing. So before these last few years have really felt like we have to be the ones running around being like, okay, if I want this, I got to do it. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to go over here. I got to be over here. There's been a lot of moving parts and we've been kind of scattered in that energy. Whereas now what's really happening in May into June It's setting us up to say, what would happen now if you were just to be rooted in one place, in your strength, in your truth, 
in your alignment. And from that, all those moving parts become like start to come towards you. You start to become a magnet for what you desire and there's less chasing and there's more of receiving. So we're really entering into this beautiful receiving vortex. So really allowing yourself to be in a space where you are open and a really beautiful, clear channel, if you will. And when I say channel, just, you know, open to your own uh, self, your own curiosities and seeing what kind of comes through. And so we're in a really magnetically charged place. So I really say take advantage of that. And then as we move into the summer, things are going to get uh, a little uh, crowded in the cosmic space. So just take it day by day. Mm. That's what I have to say about summer. But in the meantime, really realize that we're opening up into a space where we can be uh, more rooted and grounded in who we are and trust that that will bring us everything that we need. Yes. Okay, guys, pick out your designer bags now because it's mm. time to manifest. <laughs> Hell yes. Mm, yeah, it's going to be an abundant portal for, for the, the first like, like right. And then once we hit summer, then it's going to be a little, a little wonky and then fall, it evens out again. Okay, good to know. We can take a break from manifesting mm-hmm. in the summer. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's I love that. <gasps> okay, so how can people work with you? Like, how can people yeah. get this goodness from you? Yeah, so yeah, like I said in the beginning, I'm a gypsy of all trades. However, mm-hmm. um, you know, everything I do is kind of housed on my website, daniellemercurio.com. And so I do a couple different things with the coaching. I, I work with individuals that are just in that space of looking to raise their confidence, looking to get into the space of more alignment and self-acceptance. And then also for entrepreneurs that are, up and coming, on the rise. They know that they're meant to do this work, but they just don't know where to go next, right? It's like, okay, I'm a coach or I'm a healer. Now what? How do I actually get my business in place? How do I foster marketing and things of that nature? And so I do that one-on-one. I also have a program that I offer, Coaching Confidential, that takes you through the steps. And then I do the astrology as well, which is really fun. So it's a great opportunity to um, have someone look into your birth chart, explain what it means, have fun, and really get that elevated experience like we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, um, I speak when I can. So that's all on my website too. Amazing. We're going to post links for everything. So Yay. before we let you go, we're going to do manic moments and manifesting. So I'm going right. to talk about, I'll go first <laughs> and we'll talk about the last meltdown that we had and the last thing we manifested. Okay. So I'm just going to say that I've, and I'll go first. <laughs> I've okay. slowly been melting down. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I've like just a slow decline over the uh-huh. last like couple months. I've yeah. like gotten like bags under my eyes and I've just been like so tired. And I realized, I think it was the veganism mm. um, and things were just not right. And my, it was just, my body was stressed, mm-hmm. um, which is like, it was like not really coming from like outside things. This was like an inside job. Mm-hmm. And I've really manifested so many just little tools to deal with it. But one thing that I want to share with you guys is I had this, this, this spa that I go to, I do laser hair removal, totally recommend it guys. Um, and there was this package where you also get like cosmetic acupuncture and a facial. Oh, sorry. This is my... <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about my, oh no okay this is my manic moment it's kind yeah. of a manifest and a manic moment but then I have another manifest so basically she was telling me so okay so I went to do the acupuncture part and usually they just like poke some needles in your face and you just kind of lay there and all is well but I guess they hired a new person and she started like raking me and I was like <gasps> what um and yeah so I was on this like slow decline, but she, I, and I was wrong. So I had, mm. I was wrong about my chakras. I was like, my solar plexus is overactive and it was actually the opposite where it was underactive um, because it was depleted. And she was like, she said that when your solar plexus is starts to deplete, it starts to fill up with fluid. And that's why you like gain weight and like your libido goes down and, that's what was happening because my body was so stressed and I was just like slowly melting down, but now I'm starting to feel better and feel good and all is well. So guys, take take care of that solar plexus. Um, Okay. So last thing I manifested last night, I went on like a denim jacket binge. Um, I've been like obsessed with this Alexander Wang denim jacket and I couldn't find it anywhere. Like it wasn't available online anymore, but I just kept like, I'm going to New York next week and I just kept visualizing my outfits and like the jacket was a part of it. And I was just like not letting go of the idea that it would be there. 
and what happened yesterday? So I go and like buy this other jacket. Um, and I was like, whatever, I can't find the wing one. I'm just going to buy this one. And then I guess it got me into this like denim jacket receiving vortex and I go to the next store and there they had one left of the Alexander Wang and it was on a mannequin and I was like, I spotted it from so far away. I was like, I know that's it. And I like went and looked and it was definitely it. They took it off the mannequin. It was my size and boom, got it. So I'm trying to do the same thing with a Gucci smoking jacket that I can't (laughs) find anywhere. So there you go manifested the jacket feeling damn good now you wow i freaking <laughs> love that it's fabulous okay so i need to clearly change my game around what i'm manifesting and, and get into the world of designer outfits yeah um, you do. That's, i really you do know, i have a meditation for that i have a meditation <gasps> for manifesting designer bags really yeah oh i've had gosh. like crazy designer bag manifestation stories you just you gotta get on it Oh my gosh. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to get on that. I love it. Have fun. Okay. So, um, for me, I guess this was kind of manic and manifesting because it had to do with my taxes, which is always manic. Right. And like, like as a Leo, like I don't like giving anyone my money unless it's, you know, someone I like back. Um, and, and so I do not like paying taxes. It's just like not my thing. And with moving this year, it was like even more tricky and whatnot. And so basically when long story short, it turned out that I owed more than I had um, saved for. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I need like 10,000 more dollars than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. So what am I going to do here? And so I literally just was like, all right, it's all good. Like, yeah, you can do the payment plans and all that. But I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like, you know, like I want, I want it done and I want to just pay it and move on so I can start fresh like in this year, you know? So I just literally like curated a plan and submitted it to the universe because, you know, that's my CEO. And I was like, look, here's a business proposal. I need, you know, this much money. um, And I'd like it to be in the form of um, a new clients and um, uh, some affiliate income. And wouldn't you know, within like, I want to say 10 days, I made all the money back through those means. Oh my God. And it's been so easy and effortless and fun. I love that. I mean, you just got to ask the universe. I always say like the universe is like your dad. He's not going to give you money unless you tell him what it's for. Exactly. And like, I think what's tricky is like, you know, that's kind of stressful, like the IRS and taxes. And so then we get into this place of like fear and it's hard to ask when we're in fear, but like, those are the moments you have to rely on your strength and just say like, okay, like I messed up. I didn't, I didn't do this right or whatever, but like, here's how I'm going to rectify it. Here's how we're going to make this right. Like, and then go from there. hundred percent. I love it. Um, what is the last thing you, oh, that was your, yeah. So I, I that was your, really manic my and your manifest. Yeah. So it was manic and manifesting at the same manic. time. Oh my God. Amazing. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So I love it. You shared so many great tips. I want to thank you so, so much. So tell us one more time where we can find you. Yes. So the two best places, you can go to my website, daniellemercurio.com. And Instagram is always a great place to hang out with me. I love, love, love Instagram stories. Um, So there. Oh, and I have my podcast too, Gypsy After Hours. Um, But mainly go to the website and follow me on Instagram. My handle is my name, Daniel Mercurio. And we have a lot of fun over there. Yay, you do. Actually, we've been following each other for a while. Yeah. It's cool that we're finally connecting we're finally in this doing it. way. It's come to form in it's this. It's come to form. Yes. We've manifested finally mm, talking. Yes. I love it. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for listening. And thank you, Danielle, for all the amazing goodness that you shared. And we'll catch up with everyone next episode. Thank you so much for being a chill Shocker Girl and tuning in to Shocker Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on Chakras and on Amber Lee at theshockergirlco.com. And follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at theshockergirlco. Amber Lee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.